You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is bringing you a little bit closer to your weekend. Packed show, Super Bowl Sunday is coming in. We have the huddle. We got to get to the Super Bowl and we have to check in with Trainer. A lot of news this week. Trainer? Wait, hold. Yeah, hold on a second. Oh, okay. I'm on the phone with I'm on the phone with Adam Silver. Yeah, yeah, sure. Don't tell Adam I said hello. Slenderman, what's happening? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm a Mavericks fan. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sitting down. Uh oh, uh oh. You okay? What would he say? You oh. didn't tell me what he said. Oh wait, was that a botched Star Wars clip? I'm sorry. Dude. Did it do it again? It did it again. But if anybody was wondering what that awkward silence was, it was uh, Darth Vader going, no. All right. That's it. That's it right there. That's much better. You don't have to hold it up. Uh, How we know, doing? Was- How we doing, trainer? Well, first off, we got to let's let's not bury the, the headline here. Kyrie Irving Stay is the Say his name, Massey. I dare you. Kyrie Irving is now a Dallas Maverick. Mark Cuban. Say has- that. <laughs> Say it. Mark Cuban has brought in Kyrie Rachel. Irving to help Luca to help Luka Doncic win a title. What What do you think has happened? What that, is more? Nice- what is a more likely? What is a more likely scenario? Luca and Kyrie have a symbiotic relationship going into the next five years. They are starting to be challengers for the NBA title, maybe winning one of those, or Kyrie Irving tweeting out something and getting benched by Mark Cuban and eventually sold to the highest bidder. Uh, the latter. I'll take the latter, please, uh, Bill. Okay. Not, not, not good. Not good. Uh, I don't think the chances are very good. Um, I realized today, though, that um, when you – when you think about it, Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown, if they had a child, it would be Kyrie Irving. And here we are. And so what does this mean for your math? What, what did you have to trade away? <sighs> uh, I mean, it's more about trading away your soul, your dignity, your honor, the years of, let's see, since 2017 when he first – I have the whole story, his whole, his whole 2017 to now present day story here when he proclaimed that the yeah. earth was flat was kind of the beginning of the end of all this. Uh, requested a trade from the Cavs, quit on the Celtics, yes. rejected a vaccination amongst the pandemic. When he was getting paid to, how much money? $70 billion? Lots of money, lots of money started to be. Oh, that was our first uh, negative reaction on Instagram. Someone, someone came on our Instagram account and we were like, is this a $45 million decision? And, and it was. Kyrie Irving didn't play for half yeah. the Nets homes games, with which you add up all those game checks. He was forfeiting something like 45 or 25 million bucks. And this guy chimed in and was like, makes you think what's in the, what's in the vaccine. It's like, I don't. Mm. Oh, I don't think so, dude. I think this guy just doesn't like to play basketball. No, yeah, the deep state cult leader, whoever that was, uh, that was siding with Kyrie. And then to speak of, I mean, most recently, obviously, he's a big fan of of a film that um, denies the Holocaust, quotes Adolf Hitler, claims the Jewish people uh, worship Satan. Uh, this mm. is the Kyrie of of modern day. 
and the Kyrie that the Mavs are getting. Um, he's always one bad day away from wanting another trade. Um, the picks we gave up, I mean, in terms of draft capital, they're like way down the road in 2019, 2027. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's draft capital wise, not a big deal. Is it worth a risk? Worth the risk? I guess that's the only way I can talk talk myself into something now because we weren't really going anywhere with that with just Luca and a bunch of role players. Yeah. But you can't put the genie back in the bottle, and the genie in the bottle was originally what happened with uh, not signing Brunson, and now we're here. So did the Mavs become the most racist team in basketball with the addition of Kyrie Irving? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dude. Most anti-Semitical, yes. Or anti-Semitic. He is talking about how everyone wants to focus on his off the court and he's deflecting. He's like trying to control the narrative like he usually does. This is same old Kyrie. We've seen this play itself out where he is tweeting about how exciting he is to join the team yeah, and then, loves Jason Kidd, big Mavs culture guy. The Nets, the Nets disappointed him. They rejected him. Yeah, he he didn't feel like he had. Uh, he felt like he was getting disrespected at some points. It's like you got you got to be kidding. Me. You got to be kidding me, right? We are we are living in the same world. Basically, I also have heard we're that not, though we're not mentally we're not living in the same world as Kyrie. Basically, he just spends too much time on the internet. Just get off the internet. The, the internet is not made for people like Kyrie Irving. It rots rots your brain Mm -hmm. yeah there's actually a pretty funny part to that 2017 i wrote it down uh when he said forcefully that the the, the earth is in fact flat thanks columbus uh encouraging people to do their own research into the topic uh irving denied these claims that he had said this and said the media misunderstood him that he was joking however in 2018 the year later he would he would admit that the world is if the world is round or whether or not the world is round he said i don't know I really don't. Yeah, his light. He he was just rocked, just absolutely stunned when someone was like, "Actually, it's check this out. Look at all this evidence that the world is round." And he was like, "Man, those internet videos are confusing." Yeah, this is there's a there's a there's a tinge. I know you make fun of the Mavs having some some issues in their their front office, and that's fair. But on the yeah. court, Mavs usually have stand up guys. You know the. The Cowboys were always the disgusting, um, you know, womanizer, drug addicts, guys who um, relieved them or not relieved themselves, uh, exposed themselves to other players in the in the tape room. Charles Haley, um, Uh-oh. and were a bit of a ragtag crew in the '90s. So I feel like the Mavericks have always had a, a little bit of a, an innocence in my heart, Squeaky. and now they're just yeah. Now this is just getting Trell Owens again, and it's just. On on a yeah, you seem you seem so sad. You just seem so sad. Do you think Mark Cuban is stoked? Is this was this something that was directly from him, or is this from something that his GMs and the people that know basketball are doing? Is he pulling the strings? Is he involved? He yeah. I mean, the GM is the Nike guy. Supposedly the Nike guy has a good relationship with Kyrie. All this stuff is just such garbage speculation. Kyrie's obviously. Huge, huge Jason Kidd fan. Awesome. Um, I guess Luca signed off on it. Uh, hopefully, Dirk can keep him in his place. I, I don't really know. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like a what is what bigger, is what is Dirk doing in the building? Dirk's just kind of like 
he's kind of like uh Durkin around operations guy on the court who's just kind of you know kind of like Dwayne Wade does with the jazz just kind of just kind of at the games like being a we were talking about this you know the old mm-hmm. we talked about this last year the the uh the old guys that hang out on the on the court that used to be former legends of the team like like uh uh well damn it Iguodala for the Warriors yep, and uh, yep. Haslam for the the Heat yeah the just- chair guy yeah, they just hang. They just hang out and give out good vibes. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Dirk's doing. He yeah. should have just said that. Just a good vibes guy. Well, I'm just worried. Yeah, I'm just worried about the poison coming in, and ruining the vibes. Like little, little Kyrie, like uh, Brad Dorff's character in Lord of the Rings. You know, just tainting, tainting Luca. Worm tongue. You were worm tongue. Yeah, yeah. Worm tongue. He sat next to the uh, king, of, king of Rohan. Is that right? Say it on King. Um, yeah. so- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, we couldn't bury the lead there. Kyrie Is that enough? Is that enough? What, yeah, what, no, what we're there. We're there. Okay. You're, you just okay. seem like you have a thousand yard stare. I I love that you love Kyrie, and I love that you love Duke basketball now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now a point. Now a point guard for your Dallas Mavericks from Duke University, number eleven, Kyrie. Yeah, you're doing it, man. You'll you'll be excited about Kyrie in a couple months. He did get he got a two million dollar bonus for being traded. Did you see that? Did no, I didn't that? see that at all. Isn't that awesome? How the world works. Yeah, some guys like you don't work here anymore. You're kind of getting fired. You Here's two million dollars. Forced yourself bucks. out. You made eighteen different storylines to force yourself out of playing with Kevin Durant after wanting to come to Brooklyn in the first place. You probably pissed off Harden along the way. Harden's very easy to piss off, and then you're still getting a two million dollar bonus for this. That's why he's got Antonio Brown in him. He's got Aaron Rodgers in him. He's their love child. All right. Um, All right, trainer. Let's do it. Let's do the huddle. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's get you on the happy side of sports because it's a packed, packed show. Let me, let me just, um, or, you know, this is great radio. I don't even, I can't even see what you're doing. This is for you, daddy. Great production. <laughs> you'll be all right, trainer. You'll be you'll yeah. be all right. You'll be all right. Let's do the huddle. The huddle's the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something that you were stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. We'll follow that with some Super Bowl coverage. Who we think is gonna win, who what kind of uh bets you should be making. But let's kick it don't to you. Don't listen to us. Don't listen to me. Please don't listen to me. Oh, yeah. I take zero responsibility in what I say on this show. <laughs> I picked so. the Niners and the – what was the other team? The Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't help that – yeah. It didn't help that Brock Birdie, uh they were on the fifth QB by the time by the time the second quarter rolled around. All right, trainer, give me your good news of the week. Uh, oh, quickly. I, got, I had actually had a uh, quick pivot before for a quick little mini game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out. You talking about Brian Schottenheimer? New OC mm. for the Cowboys, Brian? No, 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 no. Mr. No, 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 no. Schottenheimer? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Lassen offense, Mr. Colin plays for Mike McCarthy, who was going to call the plays, and now we've already transitioned over to Nepo baby, Brian Schottenheimer, who has the last defense in every – his last, like, I don't know, four or five stops? He just keeps – he's a failing forward guy. Yeah, and, and what's great is he's in that fraternal order. You know, mm-hmm. and what's going to be really nice is when Mike McCarthy screws up the play calling – He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to let Schottenheimer do that when the Cowboys the start. Yeah, and and then the Schottenheimer's going to suck, which is predictable. And then Mike McCarthy be like, I should have never do that. You're fired, Schottenheimer. 
I'll start calling the plays, but I'm a big picture guy. Remember, I don't want the play call. He gets two to three more years with Jerry Jones. Love it. Love, love. It's great. Love Mike McCarthy is strategic. Uh, we're going to get to some strategic questions actually later about coordinators. So stay tuned. All uh, right. My good news of the week, Super Bowl storylines. Yes. First, my favorite, first and foremost, mm-hmm. uh, very cool. Didn't know that it was the first time two black quarterbacks are playing against each other. That That's is cool. That is cool. I've seen, that. I've seen that fact be, getting thrown around. Yeah. I guess you have enough uh, Tom Brady in Super Bowls. You have enough Peyton Manning, enough Roethlisberger. Phil Rivers, not so much. Drew Brees. Um, you, He's yeah, got one have, Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's like that's like 30 years. That's about, yeah, like, that's about Brett 30. Favre, John Elway, you know, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. What no, else? No, it's cool. Yeah. Is that is that your only Super Bowl headline? No, I, was, I mean, we kind of went over. I, my biggest headline so far was – Probably seeing Tom Brady in his new underwear line on Instagram. You saw that, right? Yeah, I did see that. No, okay. I, I was stealing, I wanna, stealing headlines. I didn't want to. I didn't want to show. <laughs> I didn't want to divert from the subject. I just want. I didn't want to trip you up either. But yeah, no. I mean, think we, about we all the good. Think about all the good quarterbacks that it took this long to have two African American quarterbacks play each other. When I saw that, I was like, really? Is yeah. that? Are we sure about that? I, I had to do a double take and, and do a little review of the history books. And I was like, yeah, that's totally accurate. Jalen Hurts coming from Bama, Oklahoma. OU. Okay. Jalen Hurts graduating from <laughs> Alabama, played football at OU for one year. And um, Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech's own Patrick Mahomes. Now, these two guys, this is going to be – we'll cover it later, but this is going to be a pretty electric game. These These guys are both – um, have MVP aspirations, regular season MVP aspirations, and they both have MVP Super Super Bowl MVP aspirations as well. You, we have a good offense versus two very good defenses. Just get set, get ready. We'll get there and talk about it. But I'm excited to watch the Super Bowl. All right, any more good news of the week, Trainer? Yeah, yeah, both quarterbacks from Texas. Actually, how about that? Oh, all you, right. You and, your, you and your Alabama, you're like your transplant facts. Where these guys? Where did where did, where did Jalen Hurts grow up? Texas. Where did he, Greg McElroy grow up? Unfortunately, he might be an Astros fan. I don't know. Texas. No, did he? Um, what about AJ McCarron? Bro- obviously, the Kelsey brothers. We've been talked and shown to nauseam how their brothers and their mom's cute and bring some cookies. And is the Kelsey brothers thing? Is that already kind of like worn you out? It hasn't. Just- it hasn't. I actually no. purposely stayed away from some of the things like they're talking That's, about the Andy yeah. Reid revenge game. I'm not sure if it's a revenge game for Andy Reid. He hasn't been there in 15 years. No, no. I think they moved He's on. like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm the winningest coach in Eagles history. Like, I think I can just put that feather in my cap, and I don't need to be told. Uh, it's like when you're when you leave a job and do better at the next job, you don't think yeah. about the previous job. You think about your current job. Now, if Andy Reid somehow – failed at Kansas City he'd probably be pissed at the Eagles for letting him go after he had so much mm-hmm. success there but he's only gotten better so it's one of those things where it's like I got it's let's do let's do a Colin Cowherd all right your wife my wife um that's Borat <laughs> okay, okay I don't know how to do a Colin Cowherd yet but you know his stupid silly <laughs> yeah his silly metaphors basically Andy Reid got dumped by uh-huh. a, a, a seven or an eight and he was 
all of a sudden scooped up by a 10, and now he doesn't think about the old 7 or 8 that dumped him. He's thinking about his wife, the 10. So there's a dumb comparison for you. She, yeah, her, the wife looks good in red, kind of Jessica Rabbity, you know, like kind of voluptuous. Oh, yeah, the yeah, red, yeah. That, you know, All right, like, now we're getting weird. Uh, no, no, something – oh, you want to hear weird? You sure? Uh, both these teams, Chiefs and Eagles, they have a 16-3 and record. Both mm-hmm. of them, they're both one seeds. They both scored the same exact amount of points, yes. 546. That's crazy. I think I'm stepping all over your critical number, and I'm loving it. Uh, and they also have the same number of all pros, uh, six apiece. So, okay. Stuff. Travis Kelsey, yes. one, of the bro- one of the brothers Kelsey, as we've discussed, has 17 playoff games so far. That's a full NFL season now. In 17 playoff games, which is a full regular season, he has 127 receptions. 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, that sounds pretty freaking awesome. Kansas City's offense is awesome. We have to we have to believe that Patrick Mahomes, is, his high ankle sprain is only getting better. He played after seven days when it happened on the Jags. In fact, against the Jags, excuse me, in the divisional round, he's had three weeks of recovery plus a, a gutsy performance in the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. We have to think that he's probably going to be a little hobbled but I don't see that – you don't read any headlines anywhere that is giving that high ankle sprain a lot of concern. Have you seen anything that's gone across, like, your feed that's like Patrick Mahomes in a walking boot? Because I've seen nothing. No, I've seen more about Jalen Hurts' upper body than Patrick's lower body, and I feel like he's actually he's actually kind of made people that take multiple weeks off for high ankle sprains look like weenies retroactively. Uh, yeah. Forward. I don't know if Patrick yeah. Mahomes meant to do that, Uh-oh. but he has made a lot of people look soft. He's like, Oh, a high ankle sprain. You were out for eight weeks. Cool. I was out for seven days. Look at you, Mike Williams. You all right. Yeah. Mike Williams. Take that. I can't remember when Mike Williams no, had a high ankle sprain. Chargers receiver is fantasy related, but Brandon, it was Brandon Staley's fault. Anyway, he, uh, Kellen Moore <laughs> calls plays for them now. <laughs> My good news of the week. Um, I got two. One, I'm headed east. I'm going to Charlottesville, where both of us uh, both of us spent a significant amount of time there. You spent five, five years. I spent four. That's that's uh, just those are just facts. Um, a lot of us go to school for five years. Um, and I'm going to the UVA Duke game. Very excited to go back in JPJ. Expect some media content from from the arena. I'm very stoked. I'm going to go see my niece and my nephew. Duke lost to Miami this week. I think it was yesterday. They lost by 21. Mm-hmm. UVA is playing NC State now. Quick uh, quick score check, trainer. What do we got mm-hmm. for the game? After Yeah, I was going to say, Duke played uh, after a meaningless game against rival Carolina. Who, who watches that? Yeah, gross. Uh, gross. No one. 12 points to NC State at home. All right, hopefully. NC State ranked 22. We're gonna, we, only, we only dropped number eight, which is fair, after losing to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. I'm so sick and tired of losing to Virginia Tech. Grinds my gear. So, that being said, very excited about this weekend. That is why we are recording on a Tuesday, earlier than we've ever recorded before. So, if something breaks between now and Friday, I'm sorry. You should download the podcast and listen sooner. So, my critical number, 38,387 points. Uh, I'm going to say that is also similar to my critical number 36 in that maybe it's me 
Labinky, <laughs> who's listening to even sadder music than I am right now, who's my same age, who's crying because he doesn't have Kyrie, and I'm crying because I have Kyrie in my life. LeBron James, is that, wait, sorry, is that is that Kareem's number, or is that what LeBron currently stands at? That Your is number. Kareem's number. LeBron is, okay. is 36 away. Yeah, 36 away. I was trying to look up how much. As um, of the recording of the show, and he's playing the Thunder tonight, and he's going to, is he going to go off? Yeah, I, I haven't found any, any statistics yet, but they, everyone was covering LeBron James loves nothing more than the spotlight, the media presence to be on him. He does love whining and complaining when he doesn't get his way. He has used the media as one of his tools throughout his career in order to manipulate organizations. And when he's done with manipulating the organizations, he usually leaves them in shambles. But he is really good at scoring points. That's a fact. Maybe it's me. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, he's, yeah, he's very talented, very talented. Also, um, I feel like he's just the best. I mean, he's probably one of the best, like, all around, I guess, like, what do I want to say? He's, he's he's so much better with the with the with passing the ball than I ever thought he was going to be coming out of high school. Like obviously, like I feel like his assists and his the other stuff he's done, it's incredible how much he's put into his the stats and categories around a number that he's going to become the best of all time at. Um, they do play the. I would, do you think Le, do you think Lebinky Le, Le would take a fall tonight? You know, maybe score twenty just to just to chill out, and then he has. Giannis at home next game oh. Bucks at home and he's like yo Giannis I know you think you're the new best player in the NBA watch this I'm gonna take down Kareem's record Kareem who also played for the Bucks before he was a Laker storylines there's there are also all sorts of things there now I went and looked at the top 10 for uh for the scoring title not scoring titles but for the score uh points scored in an NBA career and it's all is this a sign of us getting old? But I have watched nine out of the or eight out of the ten people play personally. You watch Dirk a lot. I I did not watch Kareem play. I've watched LeBron play. I've watched Karl Malone play. I've watched Kobe mm. Bryant play. I've watched Michael Jordan play. I watched Dirk play. Did not watch Wilt Chamberlain play. I watched Shaquille play and I watched Carmelo play. Oh, excuse me. I did not watch Moses Malone. It was not part of my era, so seven <laughs> out of the ten, which is pretty awesome to to think that. Oh, I didn't realize how great these people were when they were yeah. playing, and and I think I'll probably look back on LeBron's career at a, as a fond memory, but in the present, present Massey can't take this dude seriously. He's trying to do the scoring title, but he's also just whining and complaining about how he didn't cu- get Kyrie, and and Kyrie was probably like, "You don't remember hating each other on the Cavs, mm-hmm. like." Do you remember? Do you not remember us hating each other? Yeah, that was that was between flat Earth and uh, melting down for the Celtics and quitting on the court in the playoffs. He demanded a trade after that championship against uh, the Golden State Warriors, where they were like, you know, Batman and Robin. After um, LeBron and Dwayne Wade were Batman and Robin before that. Yeah, LeBron, Kyrie, definitely like you, like you took Dirk for granted when he was scoring points. Kyrie took LeBron for granted and. Took KD for granted. Will he take Luca for granted? And Jason Tatum for Stay granted. Stay tuned. And Jason Kidd, his favorite coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Give me your stuck on for this week, trainer. Oh, thank God. Transition to to football here. Um, my stuck on is is a question to you. Are you disappointed? No Cliff. No no Black Tar Ty Cliff Kingsbury for offensive coordinator. No 
Chick-fil-A bag of cash, Jeremy Pruitt for defensive coordinator. We got two guys named Reese and Steele that sound like Starsky and Hutch, like a kind of a 70s cop show um, together, their names. So my stuck on first, first part, 1A, Notre Dame's offensive coordinator was this Reese guy, Tommy Reese. Yeah. He coached, he coached under the BK Strangler for five seasons. That's Brian Kelly. Uh, <laughs> is this... Is this a is this a strategic hire? Because because is he just trying to figure out? Is he trying to bring in a narc under Brian Kelly? My reason for asking this is Notre Dame ranked fifty second in points scored last year. Mm-hmm. I did this research on my own. Fifty first in points per game, seventy fifth in yards per game behind UTEP and Ball State. Why is Tommy Reese worth hiring other than to piss off Brian Kelly or to bring in Brian Kelly's brain under a coach that coached, sorry, for a coach that coached under Brian Kelly for five years? That actually probably, that is the most cynical argument I've made for this hire or someone has made for this hire. Maybe he's just trying to like extract Brian Kelly's offense. Trying to hurt him. Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe take proteins out of his brain or something. Do do some CRISPR things. Reroute his DNA. Maybe he's trying to get an inside look into Brian Kelly's offense. I respect it if it's true. Because other than that, it's it's not a very splashy hire. Yeah, the resume is not there. Like if you put this, if you just saw, ooh, worked under Brian Kelly, but you and then you're like, yeah, 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 like you're hired. And he's like, well, but but Mr. Saban, I wrote down all my stats, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to look at those. Those are terrible. Anyway, I mean, I mean, they're great, but I want I want to hire you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, and by the way, uh, go go down and see uh, Rick <laughs> in the dungeon. We're gonna extract brain matter from you, and then try to replicate Brian Kelly's offense. I mean, Nick Saban did lose one of one of his losses was to Brian Kelly this year, so he probably has mm-hmm. something like that yes. on his mind. And I looked at the defensive coordinator hire out of Miami, and yeah, I, Kevin Kevin Steele. I don't know, but uh, I think that's somebody else. He was Baylor's. This is troubling for you. Oh, God. Baylor's head coach, I didn't know this, from 99 to 2002, compiled a 9-36 and 36 record. That's not good. He acted as Auburn's defensive coordinator from 2016 to 2020 and took over as interim coach in his final year after the school fired Gus Malzahn. Well, I already don't like him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Baylor and Auburn Re- strike one and two and three. I will this- say this. I have no idea who he is. And as long as he just doesn't get get in the way, then fine, whatever. This is, I feel like this is like the, um, it's like f- how many rehab use have we, seasons of rehab you have we done with Saban now? Like six? This is like Fast and the Furious where they the, they get more ridiculous as the sequels go on. Yeah. This is, this is going to be the most intense one yet. How is he going to rehab these two guys? Well, I think the funniest one, the the most <laughs> the most visually funny one was him yelling at Lane Kiffin like Lane Kiffin was a little boy. Mm. That was the the most hilarious interaction when he's just yelling at Lane Kiffin to run the ball. Yeah, it's who's who's now frat dogs. Um, Golding, right? Pete Golding is his, yeah. his boss now. Lane yes. Kiffin's now his boss. That's going to be some self SEC West drama. It's like ABC daytime television. It's, it's great. Just... All right. My stuck on Aaron Rodgers is back in the news. Uh-uh. Um, so no. you've, you've heard, <laughs> you've heard about the darkness retreat. Obviously we might want to explain it to the fans. 
So Aaron Rodgers is going into a darkness retreat, which is an isolated seclusion where you do not get any daylight for four days. And you're supposed to, you're probably supposed to be silent and be introspective. This seems like something that is deeply, like a deeply personal experience and a really intense experience. And the fact that he's going, going into it by making it basically like hinge his decision whether he's not going to play or any, or anymore. He's like, I'm going to go on to this introspective trip and I will learn a lot about myself and and I will be able to make have clarity on my decision. Isn't that like setting the expe- expectation too high? What if you're just bored? You know, like what if what if it doesn't work? What no, if you need something else? Like go to therapy or something. Too intelligent. He's too intelligent. He can't be bored. I've heard of 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 uh, people being mute for a weekend mm. on like a sabbatical or something. Um, and they are intense experience. It does help you deal with your emotions, but also the idea that you want to make make everyone aware of what you're doing to be yeah. like, look at me. I am. That's all it is. Yeah, it it's it hurts. It hurts me a little bit more. Yeah, I would never hate on somebody who like privately, this is like LeBron when he wants to, it's just, he's doing, yeah, it's like never going to hate on somebody privately for wanting to seek mental health, but he just has done this several years in a row after he sent back his parents Christmas presents. And um, I think, he, way, I think he kept him this year. Oh, he did. That's cute. I think the ayahuasca um, was working. like, you should. Maybe it's working. Maybe it's working. Ayahuasca Aaron is, it's just very, look at me, look at me. I like burning man isolation bro um hallucinations man dmt bro um so <laughs> at this point i'm just like yeah you're kind of look at me look at me if it's working in the long run that's great i don't wish any like actual like i was saying earlier i do a bit for this show i'm not actually mad about Kyrie. this is just my character for the television yeah, program sure. mm-hmm. um so i don't actually wish any ill will towards Aaron Rodgers. if he's actually getting mental health help each offseason that's great i hope that for anybody that need that seeks these things but it does become nauseating when he's on podcasts on television like he brings it up without it being asked and it's like dude we get it like you're so out there you're so heady you're so different you don't care about your super bowl drought you also about- you need to you need to get out more if you think that this is different you know like he he just hangs around people that aren't used to having hippies around you know yeah. Like out here, like just, someone says a silent retreat, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I think I can get wrap my head around that being a thing. You guys heard of Burning Man? <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's this new stuff called marijuana. Have you tried some? The uh, Also, my stuck on, we mentioned it earlier, Tom Brady's shirtless selfie that was for un- an underwear ad. Wait, I, he, he didn't have a shirt on? I was just looking down downstairs. Well, okay. All right, so it's an underwear ad. I get it now. I did not understand the thirst trap photo. He was definitely in a hotel somewhere tropical, maybe. Um, Forever now. Well, and he's Tom Brady that, is the, con- the condo he retired in front of. The sands going for a hundred thousand dollars a bag. That place. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Was that his his personal condo in Tampa? I don't know if he's just like held up there, or he. I mean, he obviously he can fly wherever he wants within a four hour notice. Um, I, yeah. Is this an underwear line he's pushing? Is this his brand? I thought that's what you said. That's what somebody somebody said. It was like, is he is Tom Brady freeing the nipples? Is he too thirsty? And it was like, no, bro. He's he's uh he's pushing his new his underwear brand. Like like 
Tom's Tom's undies. And I'm like, okay, like I respect market, but it's just like, it's, is it, it's too soon, right? Like he's making me feel weird about we're only, we're doing, we're doing the Super Bowl storylines. He took away from it last week with his retirement. Now he's taken away from the, the Kelsey brothers with his, with his, um, with his bulge. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, enough, enough's enough. You know, he's going to unretire soon, right? He's, he's too crazy, right? Yeah, he might be a sociopath. Okay, so Brady, uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a Brady brand, and yeah. it's men underwear. Oh, there's a there tracksuit as well and some swimwear. Brady by Tom Brady. Okay, technical Brady. apparel for the performance-minded. Looks like you were just Matthew sleeping in boxers. Matthew. Looks like you were just sleeping in boxers, Tom. I don't see – that had nothing to do with you running. And isn't he – is it a selfie, or is he – pretending his he had his phone up right but somebody else is taking the picture oh my god i let's let's was go I on ayahuasca let's, when i saw this yeah, i just felt very dude, dude. i felt very weird i don't know I, I feel i am my brain is in a freaking pretzel let's go to your quote slash question of the week let's leave tom yeah, brady in his underwear elsewhere mine was okay this production's working you have gone to the phone quite a bit that just sounded like birds chirping there you go it's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. It stimulates DMT, so there could be some hallucinations in there. But it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn our phone off or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness. I'm really looking forward to it. God, so that's Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, congrats on the mental health and the pro-am. That was that's pretty sweet. You want a pro am? He's a good golfer. Um. Okay. All right. Whatever. This guy just learned about different different processes than healing than the Western medicine that's been pumped through his brain since he's been a cow. You know, like the guy has only been aware of this type of stuff, and now that he's making it public, it's, it's there's going to be so many people that rip off other people. Like, hey, I got this dark room. If you spend, you give me a thousand bucks, you can be in there for four days, Mister Rogers. Oh, my mom. Cool. Uh, my mom will the- cook you a meal. Be an entrepreneur for a business that rich people will pay for? What do you think? They already have deprivation. Yeah, I know. They already have uh, sleep. What are those things called? Dep- sound, sound deprivation soundboard? chambers when you go in a little pod and you float in like half salt, half fresh water. I think they call that brackish water. You float in brackish water and it's and it doesn't – sensory deprivation chamber. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're the water guy in the show, uh, hence the golf, the battle with golf. So I, I will defer to you. The brackish brack- – Brackage chamber? Is that what you said? Speaking of golf, and I'm glad that you mentioned it. <laughs> All right, so the Colorado River Shed is shared by a number of states. It gets pumped everywhere. Oh, they're now, oh yeah, they're now starting to realize that they need to regulate some of their water. Am I right? So yeah, Utah, right. Nevada, Arizona, California, Wyoming, Colorado, and I'm missing one obvious one that people are probably like New Mexico. Duh, idiot, New Mexico. So. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to start realizing and prioritizing their water usage. So guess what? I'm pretty sure golf in the desert states might take a hit here. Waste management open. You might want to buy your tickets before that place doesn't exist anymore. I mean, Salt Lake City is going to be dumping population here in the next five years. Not to mention St. George, Utah, which exists well above its allotted resource of water. So, So don't worry about golf, trainer. I have it clear, clear in my eyesight's. So Aaron Rodgers winning the pro am right now. That's tone deaf. 
There it is. That's how that's <laughs> how we spin it. Aaron Rodgers, you golf fool. You think you're a meditation one with nature? Dude, you're eating macaroni and cheese, and you don't have to wipe yourself off because you're in a dark room by yourself. I had a good – you remember the vis, I, I have a good visual for you. You'll get this. Happy Gilmore when Bob Barker beats the hell out of uh, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. What about a reenactment? That's at the Pro-Am in the movie. What about Clint Eastwood beating the crap out of Aaron Rodgers in like a reboot of that as like a little skit? I would watch it. I would watch uh, it. Can you Berkeley reach on Berkeley, San Fran on San Fran hate. Yeah, can you reach out to Clint for me? Let's get that. Sure. Let's get that happen. All right. My quote of the week. I made a mistake by forgetting it was in my bag. Kyle Bush said this. In my he's a racer, right? Yes, he's a NASCAR driver. Race racer. Race car driver. He's a racer. I've not <laughs> thought about racing in so long. I call them racers. Go ahead. Um, so he said he forgot that he had a uh handgun in his bag when he was returning from Mexico. Ooh. Which I think is very, very funny. Speaking of forgot that it was in my bag, I can understand forgetting you put weed in your bag if you're Brittany Griner, because guess what? Short-term memory loss is part of smoking weed. But Kyle Bush forgetting that he had like a Glock, a nine with armored piercing rounds in it is something completely different. But the most curious part to me is that he got sentenced to three and a half years in a Mexican prison and fined $1,100. Eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like, wait, a, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Do you just need some cash, Mexican government? I got cash. I'll, I'll wait. double it. I'll double it. I'll give you twenty two hundred bucks. So what's going on with what's actually going on with the prison sentence? Oh, I don't, I don't think he'll have to be. I don't think he'll have to serve it. I just think he'll be person non grata in Mexico. I brought back, well, yeah, I brought back something one time from Mexico, and I got on the other side, and I was very happy. I didn't get in trouble. It wasn't a Glock. I promise you that. It was just the blue pill. Yeah, it was the blue pill, the one that keeps your energy level and your your tea. Your yeah, tea yeah, going. yeah, your tea. Yeah. Don't worry. And who 11, who hasn't snuck a couple of those back from Mexico? I mean, the United States. The only reason they make it illegal to bring back like a moxicillin or whatever is because they want to tax it. The government's gangsters, so cut the crap. Chucky e. D said that. All right, where are we? Give me your go to the week. Uh, mine is you mentioned him earlier, I believe. We yeah, we talked about it. Jim Pisspants Bayheim. Uh, yes, yes, was- not on the show. But uh, but yes, go ahead. Oh, in the in the production meeting, my my brain. Uh, you said eleven hundred earlier. I thought eleven. That's Kyrie's number. I, I'm a little foggy. Um, <clears throat> Jim Beheim. He earth, said that, earth flat. <laughs> no Holocaust. Said, earth flat. Speaking of uh, people that are out of touch, or no, sorry, people that think they're discovering something new, like Aaron Rodgers with ayahuasca and being cool in the desert, wearing headbands and uh, man buns. Glad you cut yours, by the way. Um, what do you mean? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> my, he's don't he's try now, to move on. I asked you a question, trainer. What was wrong with my Jim, man bun? Jim, it looked good on you, but you know it's it's twenty twenty two, right? It was a new twenty twenty three, new year, new year, new you. I like right. I like your I like your look. Um, Jim Beheim, a little out of touch in his rocking chair with his urine stain. He said Miami Wake and Pitt had unfair advantages with NIL deals, and they bought their teams. This is an awful place we're in in college basketball, is what he said. They bought their teams. Um, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim. Hey, Jim. Relax. Wake up. Wake up. Relax. Also, you murdered someone and hadn't do hadn't do any time. <laughs> um, the, Jim Beheim wanted said he was going to retire. He goes, I'm going to give myself three years and I retire. That was seven years ago, maybe at the beginning of this show. 
he is so out of touch with reality. He just he's just an old dog. A lot of these old dogs don't want to learn new tricks. He's like, oh, well, Coach K got out. Coach K is ninety-seven years old. He got but out because hair, he was time. Well, his hair he dyed his hair ugly. like a sociopath yeah. when he's that that old. Um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Coach K. Anyway, my point is, Carmelo Anthony. Are we doing this? He went to Oak Hill Academy in high school. He could have gone anywhere. Um, yeah, just make 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 an effort. Also, I mean, just like look wait, at your, look Wake at your Forest. What is their endowment like? How many right. how many people yeah. can they afford? Taking taking swings at Wake Forest. Uh, I I don't I don't condone that. I'm sorry. You can go after Pitt in Miami, especially Miami. But let's not let's not swing at Wake. They're yeah. The, what do they the ever cute, do to you? No, they're the cute teddy bear of the of the Carolina basketball schools. Yeah, and and like. Chris Paul went there. He was he was cute and cuddly until he started, you know, uppercutting people right in the. Jim in Duncan, the, very cute and cuddly, very yeah. quiet. Yeah, seemed like seemed like a nice guy. Wake Forest. What's what's wrong with them? Yeah, Jim Beheim. All right, my go to the week is a guy named Jake Heaps. Do you know who Jake Heaps is? Jake Heaps. I uh, another race car driver. <laughs> he yeah. is Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach that had full uh, access to the Broncos facilities last year. Now. Jake Heaps got recruited by BYU, played in a couple of their games. He transferred to Kansas, had a sit-out a year underneath Charlie Weiss, and then he transferred to Miami. He signed Charlie with the, Weiss. Yeah, I know. He signed with the Jets in May, got cut by August. He went to Seattle, a couple CFL teams, was back in Seattle, in the quarterback room with Russell Wilson. He was part of Russell Wilson's throwing camp. Yada, yada, yada. Somehow he became Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach that has made the jump from Seattle to Denver. Now, when Sean Payton was giving his presser, and it was after the press conference, and he was out there standing in front of reporters, right? It looked like he had tried to make his way to a certain place, and people were sticking microphones in his face. They said, what do you think about Russell Wilson's personal QB coach? And Sean Payton goes, yeah, I'm not familiar with that, but uh, we're just gonna leave the uh, leave the facilities for all the athletes, trainers, and coaches. Basically, you know, he goes not. I don't know anything that you're talking about, but if it's non Broncos personnel, then I'm gonna keep it in house. And Denver went wild. There are headlines coming out of Denver just being like Sean Payton bans Russell Wilson's personal trainer. It's like Sean Payton was like, what? Who? Heaps. The Mormon guy from yeah. Washington, I uh, he seems like a nice guy. If he does, he work for us. He doesn't work for us. Oh well, people that work for us can stay. The other people can go. It was <laughs> I had a very good time researching uh, heaps. Oh, by the way, heaps, he got married when he was a sophomore in college. Like like a good like a good BYU player getting married in college. Yeah, it was it was. I thought that maybe they both shared a deep love of religion that was my guess oh oh yeah 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 the the arms out listening to christian rock like jars of clay at the 50 yard line and you just referenced a creed song and that is just so awesome that i knew exactly all right interception. i can't get to the end zone it's taking everything um, <laughs> I'm sure we've we've just managed to really alienate our audience there. If you don't know who Creed is, Jackson Hole, you're lying to yourself. Look it up. All right, let's talk Super Bowl trainer because there is I don't know if there's plenty to talk about, but we gotta make our picks. 
We've talked about the Kelsey brothers. We've talked about Andy Reid. We've talked about how the AFC is electric this year, and P- Patrick Mahomes is on top again. This is his third Super Bowl in four years. He's had seven consecutive AFC title appearances. Is that right? Holy seven smokes. Consecutive no, AFC se- seven consecutive AFC regular season titles. Philly. They AFC won- West. AFC West, West titles. Yes, I'm. And, thank and you. And like at least at we'll least five that. or six. Yeah, no, sorry. At least AFC, at least five or six AFC championship uh, appearances in a row. Kind of like LeBron back in the the Eastern days. Yeah, the Eastern Conference. And yeah, anyway, we have Philadelphia on the other side. They won a Super Bowl in 2018 behind the arm of Nick Foles, who was backing up Carson Wentz. Does that sound familiar? Jalen Hurts, maybe. Hmm. The Chiefs, like you said earlier in the show, 16-3 and overall. Philly, 16-3. and They both scored 546 points. Now, what I like the most is that they both have the most sacks in their respective division. Eagles have 78 sacks this year. That is third all-time behind the 84 Bears when they had 82 and the 85 Bears when they had 80. They have 78. Eight sacks. Is that a skewed number, or is that how good the Eagles' offense defensive line is, trainer? All right. I'm going to stop being subjective. I'm going to be objective and smart here. Tell the, tell me and the audience the difference between subjective and objective. Oh, being a Cowboys, being an embittered Cowboys fan and knowing that Jalen Hurts, or sorry, Philadelphia uh, Eagles Nation does not deserve Jalen Hurts. Yes. Sad the Dak is our quarterback and Jalen Hurts is not. Um, the D- the Eagles defense is objectively very good. They signed the Conor At least the front Sue. seven. The front seven is very good. Yes. They added depth with with Sue on the uh on the, the front line when Jordan Jordan Davis got hurt. Yeah, Jordan um, Davis, the Georgia guy. Yeah, it's the absolute man child. Now, they're playing it in Phoenix at Super Bowl 57. Philly is favored by one and a half, and the over-under is 51. Hmm. Now, I can tell you where I stand if you're still conflicted. Philadelphia covers the spread. Wins by one? Wins by two. Wins by two? Oh, covers, yeah. Wins by two. Put, yeah, not a push. All right. So we talked about Jalen Hurts' arm versus – which is less healthy than Patrick Mahomes' leg, mm-hmm. lower leg. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has the obviously NFL big game experience here. He's yes. won a Super Bowl. He's been to another. He's been to five or six straight AFC championships. Jalen Hurts, this is new NFL territory for him, but he obviously played in bigger games in college than Patrick Mahomes ever did. Yes. Cliff, Kings, Cliff Kingsbury likes to go to Thailand and fails forward. Uh, was his coach in the day, just to give the fans an idea of the context there. Um, you, we love context. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. I I feel like I'm being an idiot because I'm just picking the healthier quarterback and the health who has the healthier arm and who has the bigger game NFL experience. The Eagles roster overall is so much more talented than the Chiefs. I think I think that's that's the edge. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. They had players that were banged up in the game, in the AFC title game, which we don't know. Like, where did Juju Smith-Schuster go? He got he oh, got he's hit. hurt. He's, yeah. I mean, he's banged up. Yeah, he's banged up. all their skilled players besides 
whoever looks like Tyreek Hill and runs fast like Tyreek Hill, I forget his name. Uh, is it um, McKinnon? It, yeah, yeah. I don't see. He's very hard to get down. Either either way, it just seemed like Patrick Mahomes willed, Tony? yeah, willed himself to win that game. Put his team on his back. Got the six yards. Got the penalty, and they kicked and won the game. It felt like to me the Bengals were going to win the AFC Championship because Patrick Mahomes was hobbled. And now it feels like Patrick Mahomes, I don't doubt his toughness and his ability, it it just feels like an Eagles Super Bowl to me. I don't know why. Also, I love Jalen Hurts because I'm biased. So there, there's a bunch of things, bunch of things going on here. I like both quarterbacks. I like Jalen Hurts more, obviously. Loved him in college. I feel that the Colts, the Colts, God, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have been more tested when it comes to opponents so far, especially quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow versus no offense, Danny Dimes and Brock Purdy slash Jamal. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Um, And then it might be Josh Jackson. Who was broken, who was broken and came back and tried to gut that out. Um you're looking just, at Devontae go to- Smith. You're looking at Philly's wideouts. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, yep. and Miles Sanders as, as their offensive main offensive weapons certainly mix in the um, the other uh, the other players. I'm just blanking on that. So Kansas, and you compare no, that to Dallas Kansas Goddard. City. Dallas Goddard's not Travis Kelsey. So yeah, I was about to huge say. Edge uh, yeah, huge was, edge of tight end. Huge edge of tight end. Yeah. I think Eagles have more skilled positions – but also, dude, Chris Jones on Kansas City's defensive line is a one-man wrecking crew. They lined him up at defensive end against the Bengals, and he just got the he got the stop on third down. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go. All right, Patrick Mahomes' upper body is healthy. I don't know that much about whether or not the Eagles' secondary is good. I don't think they're nearly as good as the rest of the team. The weapons on offense, the offensive line, the defensive line, front seven in general. So I'll, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs to cover with the points. And, yeah, I'm going to bet on Mahomes here. I I love Jalen Hurts, but I think Mahomes is going to get his second Super Bowl. All right, sports fans, that is all the time you have here. I have the Eagles covering. Trainer's got the Kansas City covering. He believes in his Chiefs, and I believe in Jalen Hurts. They they once were the Dallas Texans, so I'm I'm a Chiefs fan as I've, you know. Who was the Dallas Texans? The Chiefs, they were formerly the Dallas Texans along I many, thought Can- many moons ago. Well, are you sure? I thought Kansas City was back like in the Kareem, foundational and, uh, one yeah, of the teams. Moses the- Malone, Wilt Chamberlain, back in those days, like you, you wouldn't remember. Well, hold on a second. The Kansas City Chiefs played in the first Super Bowl against Green oh, this Bay. Is the, this is the uh, Jim Brown AFL. This is this is like before your time. So yeah, the, this is uh, when the when we lost the Dallas Texans, and I was you know just as distraught as I was about Ky- the Kyrie news. Uh, when that that move happened, uh, I'm going to go with my Chiefs. Like you said, my Chiefs. So, yeah, oh, okay, all right. You need some prune juice, old man. You you need to go to bed. <laughs> you're 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 drunk. Go to bed. Wait, hold on. Oh, I I please have your tequila shot. Let's end the show. Well, I've been afraid of changing. <laughs> Sports fans, that's all the time we have. Wherever you get your podcast, look us up. We are Teton Sports Talk. If not, we air Fridays 2 to 3 on KHOL. All right, that's it. That's all. <laughs>